What's going on, everybody? Welcome into Cash It. I'm Howard Bender. With me, of course, is Adam Ronis. And oh, baby, here we are. Baseball season is uh, in full swing and uh, the NBA season winding down. Um, NFL draft getting ready to creep up. There's all sorts of stuff happening right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The NHL season. That, that too. What's going on, Adam? How are you doing? How's the start of your baseball season? How are your teams? How's everything going? That's uh, pretty good. I mean, the teams, it's so early. You know, some teams are good. Some teams aren't. But we're not even a full week into the season yet. So really don't want to look at that too closely been fortunate to avoid some of the landmine pitching lines that we've seen so far uh, there's been a few that have been really really bad so i don't think i've had too many of those because i see people complaining that their eras are like eight and nine i don't believe i have an era that high maybe there is a league or two and i'm just because i haven't really looked at it that closely but um yeah it's been it's been good so far but a long long way to go how long do you give it? Like you say, you know, you weren't even paying attention on that. Like I, you know, I I've looked and, you know, I mean, I got, I got hosed by Chris Bassett nice and early and it was just, it wasn't a, it wasn't a good outing. I think he had like a 24.8 ERA uh, after the, uh, after his first start. Um, but that was like the only one that I really like zoned in on there. And like, you know, I'm like, ah, you know, whatever it's, it's April. There's, there's plenty of time to go. And, uh, lots is going to balance it out. How long do you usually go before you start like really diving into what your team's stats look like? Um, there's no set date. I'll glance at it, but at the same time, you know, I've been in position before where after a month or two, ERA and whip is high and was able to, to get it respectable. So you just don't want, Obviously, that Chris Bassett blow up, uh, you, you cannot afford now to have another one like that. Then you're really digging out of a hole and you need a lot of good performances to get out of it. I don't have any Bassett this year. Um, I have no Kyle Finnegan. He obviously had a terrible outing. Um, who was the other pitcher that had a really bad outing? I can't remember well, now. I mean, you know, like really bad or just, you know, I mean, listen, the, the owners of Corbin Burns right now and you and I are recording this here on Wednesday afternoon. Uh, it's the bottom of the six in the Mets Brewers game and it's tied up six, six. So Corbin Burns, who was, uh, coming into this game with a 7.2 ERA from his, you know, opening start, which was, you know, five innings of four earned runs. And now we're tacking on another six. So yeah, you know, using that, using that early round draft pick on Corbin Burns is definitely putting you in a hole. Yeah, I do not have any Corbin Burns this year. Uh, yeah, he was not good against the Mets once again. So, I mean, it's only two starts, but that's not what you paid for. I mean, you could say the same about Max Scherzer, who was terrible in his start against Milwaukee, too. And I think he's allowed four home runs already. So we've seen a lot of pitchers get off to to pretty bad starts here. I mean, we we saw the fourth and fifth starters, a ton of runs and a ton of home runs there. But you're not expecting that from your top guys like a Burns, like a Scherzer. We saw DeGrom really get hammered his first start out, but he's made up for it in his second start today as uh, he went six innings, struck out 11, only two hits, one run, two walks. So, uh, you know, you expect those elite guys to, to bounce back unless there's an injury they're hiding or there's some change in velocity or something of that nature. 
Yeah, I saw a tweet from uh, Vlad Sedler, who, you know, we both know and we're both friends with. And, you know, he's over at FTN, um, you know, talking about because I did exactly what he did. Brian Anderson, Garrett Mitchell, like I pulled some of these guys out, you know, knowing what they were going to be going up against, you know, here early on in the season. And of course, you know, everybody hit two home <laughs> runs off of freaking Scherzer the other day. It was uh, I was like, wah, wah. Um, yeah, so I, you know, listen for me, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I don't, I don't worry about that stuff. What I'm looking at right now, like when I go to my league standings, um, I'm looking at just the at bats column for my hitters, just making sure that everybody's getting the full complement of at bats that I was, you know, hoping for. We know that managers, some managers like to rotate guys in and, uh, give some early rest to some guys, but you know, I'm just kind of, that's, that's where I'm at right now. I have not been, Oh, you know where I'm at? Let me say this. You got to make sure. Do not let me fucking draft Eloy Jimenez next year. Okay. Ah, this fucking guy. This fucking guy. I wake up today. I go to my website. Eloy Jimenez on the aisle. I'm like, when the fuck did he get hurt? When did he get hurt? This fucking guy. And I tried to. I didn't really target him, but I took him in labor. It was the auction. I think I got him for 15 bucks. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cheap. I'll take him at 15 bucks. And he's out. And then I think I took him in the GST because he was falling at that point. And it was like, I don't know. I think it was like sixth round, seventh round. I'm like, oh, man, you know what? I'll take him here. This fucking guy, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm only laughing because it happened to me as well. I'm like just as <laughs> sitting there and I was like going through it and looking at some of the the recent injuries before we jumped on here. And, you know, and I have, uh, you know, Eloy. <laughs> It's amazing, man. It just doesn't fail, man. Fucking hamstring. Right? How, how long before Byron Buxton goes on the uh, on the IL? Probably. Well, Jazz Chisholm got hurt today, sliding into second base. They're saying it's a stinger. And then O'Neill Cruz left the game after clotting with Devers. Mookie Betts got hurt. I, I saw it. I was like, he doubled. I'm like, he is not running well at all. And I was surprised he stayed in the game because he collided with Jason Hayward. Uh, they're saying it's an ankle issue. They're off on Thursday, so that's something to keep an eye on. But, yeah, it's just a lot already. And then this whole Tyler O'Neill situation is bizarre um, with his manager, Marmol. Apparently, Marmol felt like he wasn't hustling or running yeah. full speed um, when Acuna threw him out at the plate on Tuesday night. And O'Neill's not in the lineup Wednesday. He was asked, well, will O'Neill be there Friday? He's like, well, that's not something I'm going to answer right now. And then O'Neill said it should have been handled not in the media. So, you know, they have so much depth um, and that sucks if you have O'Neill. So there's a lot of stuff going on. And then Sean Murphy of the Braves, man, this dude's played three games so far. Like, I don't get this. Okay. Travis Darno is a solid hitter. We know that. Then mm -hmm. if that's the case, why did you trade for Sean Murphy and then pay, pay him six years, 72 million? I don't get it. Um, you know, I thought D'Arno was uh, was doing more uh, DH work. No, D'Arno has played every game. Murphy's played three of the six. D'Arno's played every game. He's I know that D'Arno's he's played every game. I just... Let's see. I get Murphy caught yesterday and today's a big game. Five. But Murphy's only played three out of six. D'Arno's played six of six. And yeah. D'Arno's hitting clean yeah, up. Yeah. Darno, uh, yeah, Darno is, uh, yeah, today he's he's playing. He is he, he's catching. Wait, who's behind the plate today? Darno, because Murphy caught yesterday and DH is Ozuna. Okay, 
So it's three games for uh, for catching and three games for DHing for Darno. Yeah, and only three for Murphy out of six. I mean, again, I know it's early, and I agree that managers like to mix it up, but that is kind of alarming to me. Why did you go pay? And Murphy was hitting cleanup a lot in the spring, and yeah. now he's starting to move down the order. Like I'm like, if Murphy's going to hit cleanup in this lineup. I mean, that's a real valuable spot with Acuna, Olsen, Riley ahead of him, even if he had six or seventh, but it's kind of ridiculous here. It's, I don't like, why did you go get, go out and get Murphy then and pay him? Yeah, I was, uh, I only think I have like one share of, uh, of, of Murphy. I didn't really, cause every time I was in a draft, he just kept getting like, people were just jumping at him uh, with the catcher. So yeah, I'm not, I'm, Again, I, I I don't know. I, again, you know, I, I sit there and I watch like what managers are doing, and you know, and who they're using, and not. What was it? there was something else I was looking at. I was, uh, I think it was uh, something that. Oh yeah, like I was like, why does Baldelli have Donovan Solano batting third? You know, in this lineup, it, it makes no sense. You know, and just again, you you sit guys, you rest guys, whatever, but. You know, trying to pull out some like weird shit going on uh, for that. I don't really, yeah, with, like I don't really have any. Uh, not it, it's you know, knock wood. I don't really have any situations where I'm like that, like ticked off about you know guys sitting or, or anything like that. I'm not all too. Uh, I'm not all too concerned. I'm not. Yeah, I am. I have Murphy. I have O'Neill. I see O'Neill did pinch it today. Uh, made it out as the Cardinals lost to the Braves again. Yeah, that's probably, I mean, that's, that's, you know, that could, to me, sounds like, you know, you know, first time manager. Well, I mean, did Marmol took over halfway through last year? Or was Marmol not even the manager last year? He was the manager last year. He was. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Maybe he's just, you know, trying to set that tone nice and early because, he does have a lot of young kids on that, you know, you know, there's Burleson, there's Jordan Walker, you know, you just bring in Wilson Contreras, who's, you know, taking over behind the plate for Yadier Molina. This is like, I guess, Marmol's, uh, you know, alpha dog situation where he's trying to make sure that, you know, the guys do exactly what he wants and setting the tone for, you know, the youngsters. I guess, maybe. I guess we'll uh, find out the next game. If O'Neill's out there. Oh, man, I don't want you to be angry at the start of baseball season. I'm having so much fun with baseball right now. Stolen bases are crazy up. I'm fucking hot as balls doing uh, some best bets right now. I'm loving that. How's your how's your MLB betting going? Uh, it's pretty good. I've gone light so far, um, but I'll definitely be picking it up. Yeah, I am. Um... I'm posting the best bets over at fantasyalarm.com. I'm picking three, you know, three bets uh, a day is really what I've been doing. And uh, it's, it's been uh, it's been nice. I think, uh, you know, it's so funny as, as, as I say that, I'm sure that today is going to be the day that I end up shitting the bed. I'm trying to think of what were my uh, what were my picks for today? Oh, it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is this is where I'll get I'll shit the bed. Brewers money line. Astros run line over eight and a half for Pirates Red Sox, which I, I believe is two nothing uh, or something ridiculous no, like four, that. Four, four, to, four to one in the uh, in the bottom of the eight. So, oh, here's something, Boston. Here's something interesting too. Will Smith in to pitch the seventh inning. He got the first save opportunity, 
for the Rangers. And I think people started spending money on him on Sunday. Um, and he is now pitching the seventh inning. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. You know, Bruce Bochy is, is one of those guys. Like, I mean, he has no problem if he doesn't have somebody, I mean, you know, with the, with the giants, I mean, he had, well, he had Sergio Romo for a little bit, but you know, I think that he's uh, you know, he's also familiar, well, a lot more familiar with Will Smith. I think he's just, you know, kind of more in the matchup sense. Like, you know, Will Smith came in, there was, it was it was Sunday night, and he got yeah. that save. Um, but the but thing I, was, LeClerc hadn't pitched since Thursday. And he wouldn't, he didn't pitch in that game at all. Right. Yeah, but I think it was, I think it was more about who was up in the ninth inning. But for, I don't even, I don't think it was like a potent part of the order. And I think it might have been one lefty. So I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, it's again, some of these uh, teams with the bullpens, like you don't know. Um, yeah, because it was against the Phillies. It was Sunday night baseball, which, you know, all these games now fly by. There was a hour and 57 minutes, Sandy Alcantara. Um, game. Oh, the other day it was uh, Alcantara yeah, against uh, who? Um, oh, it was such a good the game. The Twins. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was. Um, Oh, fuck. Who was it? Pitched a great game. Can't remember. Lopez was today. Yeah, Lopez Lazardo. That was a great duel. Um, yes, so, so that oh, so that game for for um Will Smith, it was Sosa Stott and then Derek Cole pinch hit for Pache. So uh, it wasn't, you know, I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what uh, I guess maybe LeClerc gets the next shot. I did pick up Will Smith in a league for cheap because you had, I think you had to have been paying attention to Sunday night baseball and that game ended before some of the fab periods at 10. So people started putting in bids. I got him in labor for like three bucks. So it doesn't work out. I'll just cut him, but I don't think I, yeah, I didn't get him anywhere else. Yeah. He was, um, he was taken already when I was doing my fab on Sunday night, the only person who, could potentially sniff some saves that I, I invested in was uh, Pierce Johnson. I think he got waxed the other day. Yeah. So, you know, again, yeah, fucking chasing saves. It's the absolute worst, man. It is the absolute worst. And I, I just, you know, I, I, I can't, I just, I can't bring myself, like, you know, this year I, I didn't invest, well, in one league I had Diaz. And that fucking sucked, obviously. Another league I, I took Hader early, but mostly I kind of floated into that, you know, David Bednar, Camila Doval, like that range of close Daniel Bard, who apparently, you know, his anxiety got the better of him. Fucking ah, here you go. Jim Bowden says to me, he's like, yeah, you know, this was a problem in the World Baseball Classic. I said he's going to have a lot of trouble if he's, you know. Whatever. I was like, where, where, where were you when I was fucking drafting, Jim? Where was that comment when you were when I was picking up Daniel Bard? You know, we talked about it on shows. You, you didn't say anything to me. The fuck. Yeah, I was off of Bard because last year looked like a career year by far. Like a lot of the uh, metrics were fortunate, and then you're asking him at his age to be a closer in Coors Field. So I was completely out on him. Uh. It sounds like maybe he'll be back soon, but yeah, I was I didn't put in any bids on Pierce Johnson. Yeah, I, did. I didn't want any part of that situation. Wah, wah. 
but I did it. I, you know, when I bid on Pierce Johnson, I did it like, you know, like when you were bidding on, uh, on Robertson, remember you were like 116 or something like that. Like I kept the, the Pierce Johnson bid as a, as, as a sane bid. Um, I mean, I still did, you know, over a hundred, but I was like, there's no way I'm going to sit here and throw out that fucking, you know, $300 bid that, that idiots are, are, are throwing out way too early on, uh, on closers. On the uneven potential close, when we see all of this shit, it's all just, you know, it's crazy, man. It really is. Really, really is. Yep, there's no doubt about it, man. And I'm sure we're going to see more turnover. Um, you know, Arizona's in a situation now with McGuff giving up Gross. two home runs the other day. Yep. And then even, um, I guess, the Dodgers, too. We saw Gratterall pitch the eighth. And then in the ninth inning, it wasn't a safe situation on Tuesday. It became one. And then Evan Phillips came in to get the last two out. Oh, man. I, you know, it's I, what I really want to do is I just want to I, I just wanted to go play in leagues with saves and holds like enough for it. Like, I think we're at the point right now where. You know, closers is is such a crazy volatile position. Like, I don't really see the harm. You know, you can you know with with going with uh, with saves and holds. I don't know if you're if you're pro saves and holds. If you're against saves and holds, it just makes it you know, I'd say a little bit easier um, to handle your relief pitching as opposed to always sitting there and having to like spend all this crazy money. You know, for guys who are chasing saves. The reason why I don't like it is I think then everyone's going to have the same strategy of, okay, well, I'm not going to draft closers anymore. And there's a lot of guys that get holds. So I'll just get them all late. So then, you know what I mean? At least as frustrating as, as this is, you know, there is some strategy there where I feel if you put the holds and saves together, it eliminates the strategy. Cause isn't everyone going to be like, all right, well, I don't need to pay for saves anymore. I'll just, I'll just wait. And then all the guys are going to wait. And then, everyone's going to have the same strategy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I see that, but you know, for the same token also, you know, I, I still think that your, your high end closers, they just, maybe they just don't go in the fucking third round. No, of they drafts. Won't. Maybe, maybe it devalues them to like the fifth or the sixth round where you can start grabbing, you know, I don't some even of think those, they'll go that high. You don't maybe, think they'll even go maybe, that high? Maybe two, but I mean, Nah, it, it, I don't think they would go that high anymore. I mean, I don't know. I don't play in league. If someone has a safe holes league, you know, set, let me know where the closes go. Because I, well, uh, you know what, I have a saves, I have a saves and holds league, and and I think it was like Diaz and Hater went in like the fifth round, late fifth, early sixth round. I think is where they ended up going, um, because that's the thing is that you know, I mean, holds can be a, a very arbitrary thing also you got to make sure your team's got the lead and then what bullpens do you invest in and who's going to be coming in like it, i to me i don't think it's like a just a clear-cut no-brainer of being like ah oh, fuck it man i'll just I, I won't invest in closers i'll look for the the middle relievers who you know come in pitch the sixth seventh and eighth innings and and you know get those guys on the cheap I, you know i don't know necessarily know if you're going to get that kind of consistent production from them at least you know from like you know, a hater standpoint, even a Doval standpoint, you know that these guys are going to come in in the ninth and and protect that lead. So that's kind of that. You know, I mean, that's just that's that's my take on it. And you know, I would much rather see closers, high end closers, go in like the fifth, sixth, and seventh round 
than to watch them go in like the third round, then have to like put up with all the shit that we end up putting up with. And we put up with a lot of shit. Yeah, I just, yeah, I think there's so many guys that get holds that, you know, people are just going to wait and get them late and pick them up off free agency. We know there's always guys that emerge in the seventh, eighth inning every year that come out of nowhere. They'll just be like, all right, I'll just go pick those guys up. It's going to be yeah, it was an interesting thing to uh, to kind of track and to take a look at. I, you know, I've got one league where I'm doing saves plus holds. The other leagues, it's all saves. And the leagues where it's all saves is just nothing but frustration upon frustration. So, you know, take a look at that. How are you enjoying the uh, the mad, crazy rush of stolen bases? Yeah, it's insane. I mean, Gleyber Torres has five now. So he's running wild. Uh, the success rate is very high. So, I mean, it's, I guess it's been good so far. And obviously the uh, time of the games have really fallen far. Um, you know, the boat is it about 25, 30 minutes trimmed off a game so far. 30. Well, coming like just finishing the, uh, the weekend, it was 31 minutes shorter on average per game. Yeah. Just crazy. The one thing I don't like though is, and they need to work on it. Like, Machado getting ejected. I mean, yeah, you know, I guess he called the ump a douchebag is what apparently was said. So they're going to throw you out. But like, I look, I just I don't want to see a game end on some stupid call, man. Could you imagine a playoff game like they have to do something whether and I don't know if this is possible because you don't want to be like, all right, well, in the playoffs, seventh inning or later, we're going to be more liberal, but they have a whole season to get through it. But I, I don't want to see a playoff game or a big game end on a uh, a ball call or a strike call on a batter or a pitcher. I mean, that would be absolutely horrific. And I'm sure it's going to happen here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. I said, I'm sure it's going to happen in the next couple of weeks. I'm sure it's going to happen closer to, you know, like the playoffs, you know, they, they have talked about it, you know, in the sense of, you know, there, there definitely needs to be some fine tuning. I mean, it's, it's crazy. You know, Jim was suggesting the possibility of, you know, giving the pitcher another throw over to first base. Um, you know, uh, increasing the the pitch clock or at least the uh, the mandate of, you know, when you have to be looking, you know, in the box and looking at the pitcher. Um, yeah, I, I, I see. I, I think that. I think there definitely needs to be tweaks and I'm and I'm totally for it. I really am. I mean, listen, if this is what's going to keep people interested in baseball, you know, then there's really there's no reason to be like some stodgy old purist who's like, but you know, it, oh. do you do you really think it's going to bring in new fans? I don't know if this is going to do it like so people so people can sit and watch three hour NFL games, but they're not going to watch two and a half hour baseball games now. Well, I mean, again, you, you know. Football, 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 it drives the bus. <laughs> I get it. But I mean, football games are three hours. And when you look at the complete action, what is it, 14 minutes total action? Yeah. <laughs> right? It's amazing. I don't know. I mean, maybe football Sunday, maybe just because it's weekly and it's not, well, I mean, weekly games. And, uh, you know, that, that, you know, it's, it's one day out of the week that everybody's watching all the football. On Sunday, yeah, you got the Monday game. Yeah, you got the Thursday game. But, you know, overall, I think, you know, yeah, you had to shorten it for baseball just because it's daily. And I mean, and they didn't shorten the season. Like, I know that that was that was bandied around. Also, do we play fewer games than 162? 
And, uh, you know, that just that that didn't happen there. So, I mean, I get it. You know, listen, I, I, you know, people talk differently about football anyway. You know, they'll, they will. You're right. They'll, they'll sit there uh, and spend three hours watching a game that has 14 out 14 minutes of of. Actually, between, between two shit teams because of their fantasy and gambling allegiances on a Thursday yeah. night, watching fucking Titans Colts every year in a boring ass fucking game. But <laughs> hey, I got Derrick Henry and I I have the Colts in my pool. I mean, you know, that's really a big part of it, which we know. But I just wonder, though, if this is going to bring in more fans. Like, are they going to say, well, I never watch baseball. It's, oh, it's two and a half hours now. Yeah, I'll watch. I don't know. I don't know if that's going to do it. I understand why they made the changes and that they're hoping it brings in new fans, but I don't know if it will. Yeah, I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, you know, I mean, it'd be very interesting to see, you know, and we got to watch throughout the season. We got to see how they market it like that's, you know. I mean, when they were trying to bring baseball back and it was the steroid era and it was, you know, chicks dig the long ball and. You know, we go from there. I mean, it's definitely something that we're going to have to, you know, take a look at for baseball. They're going to have to figure out, you know, ways to market it in order to kind of, you know, bring everybody back. I mean, listen, there are a ton of young, exciting players out there now. And there's a lot of, you know, a lot more rookies. They've made it a lot more interesting to, like, bring rookies up uh, and giving teams that incentive to do it as opposed to, you know, knowing that, you know, these guys are going to sit in the minors until fucking Super 2 free agency. So, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really sure how uh, how they do it. Like, what what would, you know, I, I don't know, you know, put on your marketing hat for a second, Adam, and tell me how, uh, how, how, how can they promote it to bring in new fans? Uh, they're just going to have to say fast-paced, quicker games, more action, you know, something like that, I guess. But even then... And here's the thing, too. So at these games, if they're shorter, aren't the I don't know what the rule is in every stadium. Don't you cut off beer sales after like the seventh inning? So aren't they going to make less money now? Um, yeah, I'm sure that the concessions do take a little bit of a hit for sure. Unless they'll extend the rule now. Like, yeah, we're going to sell beer the whole game since these games are two hours and a half. Can't get that drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, right. The eighth and the ninth inning, they could go by just like that. So, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, you know, and I haven't been to a game yet. Have you gone to a game yet? I'm going Sunday to the Mets game. Okay. Who are they playing? The Marlins. That's Marlins. Yeah, they Mets play the Marlins seven times in the first 10 games. With maybe no Jazz Chisholm now. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll see. Um, and the Marlins haven't announced the starter yet. I'm assuming it'll be Braxton Garrett, uh, with Cueto out. Uh, the Mets yeah. are throwing Carlos Carrasco, so that'll be fun. Oh, but his velocity. <laughs> oh, so you're going now. to a 12 to nine game then? Probably, huh? yeah. I guess I should have <laughs> went Saturday for Senga. Welcome to your three and a half hour baseball game, Adam. Your seats are right this way, sir. Please step yeah. on over. See, I'm I I don't see I don't mind staying at a baseball game. I like being outdoors. It's a City Field's a great stadium, especially if the weather's nice now. This time of year it's iffy. You know, I played softball on Sunday. It was 36 degrees with like 25 mile per hour winds. Uh, that well, was I saw fun. your I saw your tweet about that. It was not fun at all. And the worst part was 
So usually you play a doubleheader against one team. We play a team, we win, and another team came and they said, yeah, you're going to play them next. Okay, come to find out, nope. We have to wait until that other team plays the team we just played and sit around for the next game when most of our team is old. It's the first game. We're all going to get tight. Uh, so I was like, damn, we're going to lose. But we actually smoked them 19 to four. But I was like, really, of all the weeks that we have to sit around week one when it's and what it, and what it was crazy is between games. OK, the wind's dying down. The sun's out. Not too bad. As soon as we took the field, the wind picked up again. So it was not fun. But um, yeah, that's the thing, you know, on the East Coast this time of year, man, like uh, Tuesday was beautiful weather it was in 72 73 i don't know if you watched the yankees but it was cloudy and overcast mm-hmm. so it's tricky this time of year i mean it looks like sunday's going to be 60 degrees and sunny but yeah i mean you give me a nice 75 degree day even in the summer i don't mind staying at the ballpark for three and a half four hours if you know i'm not in a rush to go somewhere i like being out there and watching the game you know and then i, I like watching these people who always leave in the eighth inning i'm like why do you i i understand some people don't live close to the ballpark, right? Especially if you're talking New York, there's people that come from Connecticut, Jersey. I understand that. But if it's like a three, three game in the eighth inning, why are you leaving? Like then why, why are you bother coming for? I, I, I never understood that. I just don't leave games early. It could be 12 two, and I'm probably not leaving early. So that's just me, but I love the people who live early. It's like three, three. It's a great game. Oh, bottom of the eighth. Gotta go. Yeah, gotta beat the traffic. Yeah, man, gotta beat the traffic. I gotta get, I gotta get on that subway. You're gonna hit traffic regardless if you drove. I mean, Uh, (laughs) yeah, it's funny that like you bring that up because yeah, for me, like concerts, it's it's the same thing. And uh, and I don't know if they're listening here or not, but I will uh, I will out my my sister in law uh, for you know ruining concerts for my niece and nephew as they were growing up. Because uh, it was really funny. So so my wife and I, we brought my nephew um, out here to San Francisco. He was 16 and we brought him to uh, the Outside Lands Music Festival. And we were like, yeah, you know, whatever. His favorite band was playing. Uh, he was like super pumped about it. So we like, you know, we made like this this whole thing. And and we're sitting there and like trying to situate ourselves, um, you know, close enough for when his favorite band hits the stage. and you know, and stuff like that. And he was just getting, he was like all hepped up and he was all like, you know, oh, whatever. Can we move closer? Can we move closer? I'm like, yeah, dude, let, let, we'll go wherever you want to go. I, I'm a big dude. So, you know, fat wise, not height wise, but I'm a big enough dude that I can like clear some space and I know how to dance big if I want to, to make sure that we're, you know, we're comfortable or whatever. And and then he kept like, you know, can, you know, can, can we move up a little more? Can we move? I'm like, Ben, go where the fuck you want to go. Tell me where you want to be and let's do it. And just stop asking me over and over. He's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just so used to my mom making us leave during the encore or during like the last song because she wants to beat the traffic and she doesn't want to be like in the crowd leaving the the, the arena. I was like, I understand that now. Thank you for letting me know. I'm sorry that she ruins concerts for you all the time. <laughs> Let's, I was like, what about baseball games? Your dad used to take you to baseball games, right? He's like, yeah, but when my mom was there, we always had to leave early to play, to, to, you know, to, to avoid the traffic. So I don't get it either. I, you know, I mean, I, you know, my wife is kind of, she's not like a beat the traffic person. Her like attention span uh, in like the, the seventh and eighth inning kind of wanes a little bit. 
Um, you know, me, I'll like sit there. I'll have it like I'll eat an edible and I'll go to a game and then I'll just sit and I'll keep score. I won't talk to anybody. I'll like I'll sit and I'll eat and I'll drink and I'll have a good time uh, and I'll keep score the whole way. And I don't give a shit how long the game goes. But yeah, man. Well, I mean, is that not part of where we're at in in this world anyway? Like nobody's got an attention span. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it just again. I just don't know why you would leave a tight game. It's one thing if it's like 10 2. Okay, fine. You want to leave a little early, but it just doesn't make sense to me. Why would you go to a game? And I know some people might be like, well, you know, there's some casual fans. Maybe it's a work event and they don't really care as much. There's way too many people leaving early for me to believe that. Like that eighth inning comes and you just see a bunch of people leaving. So I just, I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. Like, why bother coming? So now they're going to leave in the eighth inning when the game is two hours old. (laughs) You're going to spend more time in your car going to the game and going home than the actual game. People, man, people. You know what? I hate them. I know you do, too, at times. (laughs) You're not as much of a misanthrope as I am. No. And then it's like going to the movie and, you know, it's like, Two hours and 15 minutes. And then at the 155 mark, you're like, all right, time to go. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, although most of the nerds are always like, I got to sit through the credits. There could be like a little sneaky trailer after the credits. Yeah. That's what I, I don't know. Do you do you do you watch any of the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies? No. Yeah. See, that's like, you know, it's like those little. You know, they they make they have you sit through all the credits. Uh, they do something like they'll do like a series of credits and then they'll do like a little little piece of like a, a trailer or something like a, a scene uh, to kind of set up the next movie. And then you go through more credits, another like two and a half minutes of credits. Uh, and it's just kind of winding down. And then you'll get like another little sneak preview trailer for another related movie to it. and. Uh, and, you know, and that's how they've like that. That's how they've worked it. So now it's like kind of it's just trained me and, you know, any other Marvel nerd out there. It's just trained me to just I sit through every credit now. It doesn't matter what movie it is. I'm like, you guys sit through all the all the credits, man. You never know what's going to pop up at the end of it. You don't see enough movies for that. Why don't you see enough? movies? Are you going to are you going to see the movie air? Um, I don't know if I'm going to go to the movie theater for it. Uh but I'll try and watch it somehow. Oh, do you not like them going to the movies? Uh, there's usually nothing great to go see. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. Really? You go to the movies a lot? Not a lot, but you know, I'll, I'll, I'll happily go see a, a, you know, a movie. There are some movies that you just, you have to see on the big screen. I think. You know, any any anything from anything from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, any Star Wars related movie. Um, you know, I know that they're doing like a new Indiana Jones. Like, that's the kind of shit that I want to see on the uh, on the big screen. Do I want to see some like, you know, some fucking drama where you know everybody's like crying their eyes out and shit? No, I don't I don't need to do that. I don't even need to go see romantic comedies on the big screen. Maybe it's just just action adventure movies for me. OK. So when's the last time you went to the movie theater? The last time I went to the movie theater, I think it was, yeah, it was Top Gun 2. 
That's okay. not bad. That's that's fairly recent. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've seen anything else in the movie. And you know, listen, my wife's been like, "Oh, I want to see this in the theaters. I want to see this in the theaters." And I'm like, ah, "I don't really give a shit about that." Like Air is not a movie that you have to see on the big screen. I just, you know, it, you know, you know, if my wife's bitching about me that I, I don't take her anywhere. I'll take you're gonna, the that's what you do. <laughs> take you to the movies. We go see a basketball movie. Yeah, this you way like you Matt could, Damon and Ben Affleck. This is way you could sit next to me and shut the fuck up for two hours. Oh, dude. That's, <laughs> Anytime I can get her to shut the fuck up for two straight hours, dude, that's that's money in the bank. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, listen, I'm I'm dealing with I'm dealing with it. So, you know, for anybody listening out there, I'm dealing with a, a very stressful situation with my wife right now. She is she just had wrist surgery and uh, and she's she's just a, a fucking horrible patient. She's one of those people who the doctor will prescribe, you know, an antibiotic for her. And she won't take it the proper, you know, properly. You know, the, she'll, they'll, they'll give her fucking painkillers. For something like this, and then she won't take them. And I'm like, why aren't you taking them? And she's like, well, because I'll save them. I'll stash them. I don't really need them. Well, you do need them because you're fucking bitching to me about how much it hurts right now. So take a fucking pain pill. Oh, I don't like the way they make me feel. Then go to fucking bed. Take a pain pill. Go to sleep. Maybe that's the way to do it. She's just she's a terrible patient. So that's kind of what I'm dealing with right now. It's a little frustrating. It's a lot frustrating. Sounds like it. Well, because she's not going to heal properly. If if she's doing shit with her wrist that she shouldn't be doing right now. And listen, I, you know, like I'm like, I'm like, why are you why are you, you know, picking this up with your bad hand? Why are you doing that? I If I asked you for a hand job, you wouldn't give it to me with the bad wrist, would you? She's like, no. I was like, well, there you go. See? So why why pick up other shit? I'm not asking you to do anything that's you know gonna gonna extend your recovery time. I'm trying to help you. I'm like, let me open up your bottle of water. Let me pour you that bowl of cereal and slice the banana into it. Let me do all that shit for you. And she's like, I can do it myself. Mm, you can, but then I'm gonna have to like listen to you complain about how much it hurts for the next like you know two weeks because you're not healing properly. <sighs> relationship dynamics, Adam. Relationship dynamics. Sounds fun. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, so Reynaldo Lopez comes into the game in the seventh inning. Oh, look at you That's changing the good. subject already. That's not good. <laughs> He did issue a walk, but then got out of a bases loaded jam. And then David Robertson comes in in the eighth inning, but it's a tie game and they might be giving him two innings here. He did retire the side in order. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Great. Guys, we thought. Closers, dude. Closers yeah. suck. Closers suck. They really suck. do. Maybe just, you know what? Next year, just start your draft for two closers. <laughs> <laughs> First pick then of the again, draft, right? If you did that this year, that would not have worked out. It would have been Diaz Class A, so you would have been fucked already. Yeah, what's is Class A is not hurt. 
No, no, I'm saying you Diaz. If you took Diaz with your first pick, Class A oh, second, yeah. you already lost one. Even though Class A did give up, I was watching that out and he gave up a two run bomb to Seth Brown the other night. Well, you know, yeah, that's you know, that that's annoying. But you know what? We're seeing some of these bottom feeders like suddenly like how the fuck is Detroit won two out of three, you know, two games already off of Houston? I mean, Detroit's terrible. Um they're not, I mean, they're not good, but I, you know, Eduardo Rodriguez is not bad. Uh, Boyd is not bad, even though he wasn't great the other day. Uh, Torkelson, Homer, you got Riley Green. I mean, they're not great, but yeah, you don't expect them to be Houston, but it's early in the year. I mean, Oakland already has two wins. So pretty much, yeah, everyone in baseball has two wins except the Phillies and Nationals. Well, that's baseball, Susan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking Bowden dropped that on me in a game and, and, yeah. and on a show. We were like sitting there, we were talking about, I think it was, um, what was it? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, I think it was when Detroit beat Houston. Oh, no, no, no. It was uh, Oakland. Oakland beat the Angels when Otani was pitching. And I, was that, I think that yeah, was, think was uh, a, that was two, Sunday. I think it was a 2 1 game, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like I was, yeah. Danny Jimenez got the uh, got the save in that one, but yeah, I was like, I was I was cruising through, like you know. Oh, I was I was about to go. Was it Monday night that that happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went like three and zero on Saturday, three and zero on Sunday with my best bets, and then I went two and one the following day because that was when Otani. Uh, you know, when, when Oakland beat them and I was like, damn, man, I was all set for like, you know, nine and oh, in a three day span and, you know, up a ton of, you know, a bunch of units and feeling all good. And I don't know what the fuck happened. I was like, how, how the hell does, does Oakland do that? And, and legit Bowden was like, well, that's baseball, Susan. Yeah. He's a big fan of this podcast. <laughs> Who isn't a big fan of this podcast, dude? I don't know. There are lots of big fans of this podcast. Your your burner account, Rudy Martinez. I, I really don't know who that is. Yes, you do. Come I on. I don't. I swear. Really? Have you ever reached out to him? No. Why would I? I don't care. I have no idea who's behind Adam Ronis's ponytail account either. Oh, you you don't? Oh. Is it you? No, nah, I don't think it's you. Is it at Adam Ronis ponytail? Something like that. Let me see. I don't think they posted in a while, but yeah, it's something like that. Let's see. Adam Ronis ponytail. That I want to. That I want to know. Oh, I don't see. Oh, I just typed that in wrong. Oh, it's at Ronis ponytail. At Ronis ponytail. They have not tweeted since I don't know. They retweeted a couple of things. Looks like December. Oh, yeah, look at that. The real fantasy sports expert and the source of Adam Ronis' fantasy power. Yeah, last retweet was uh, December, December of 2022. So, yeah, I don't know who that is either. Wow. I guess I'm I'm just not as popular as you. I don't, I don't get these. Uh, nobody makes parody accounts for me. You want me to make uh-huh. one for you to make you feel better? No, that's okay, man. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. I don't have time to fucking do multiple Twitter accounts, man. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't have time to do my listen. I'm supposed to like be posting shit on on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and and TikTok, and I'm like, I don't have fucking time for all of that shit. Like, I mean, if if I get to like, I don't know, I, you know, if I get to a point where I don't have to like, you know, work fucking seventy hour work weeks and shit, then maybe I have some time to like play around on social media. But I really, yeah, I don't have it. I don't have it. I don't have the time. I don't have the time or the energy. Ooh. I just saw a video of Jordan Walker's first career home run. Yeah. He uh, got it today against the Braves, but the Cardinals lost. Yeah, that's okay. Congratulations to him, my friend. Did somebody get him the ball? Or is somebody gonna or is somebody gonna fucking try and heist it? What would you do? Let me ask you a question here. Um, and I mean, listen, I, you know, we'll, we'll, I guess we have to kind of phrase it in, in a couple of different ways. Let's say you let's say you go to the ballpark and you catch like a milestone, like, you know, the, the 500th home run of Pete Alonzo. Right. And like that, that that ends up with you. What would you you know, would you just give it back because it's Pete Alonzo and it's your team? Would you hold it for like ransom and try and get something out of it. Like where, where do you stand on that front? Um, I don't, I actually don't know what I would do until the time I'd probably, I would definitely try and get something out of it, whether it's sell it on the open market or negotiate with the Mets to get like season tickets for life or some shit, you know? Uh huh. Um, but I would probably want something back for it. It has value and you caught it. So why not? get something for it yeah no no no. i mean i i get that you know to me i mean just things that i've seen would be like you know somebody get, gets it back to the the uh the player without like you know kind of holding it hostage or whatever and and the team always gives them something anyway or the player always gives them something anyway i mean I, that's that's what i've seen i've never seen somebody like be like oh yeah yeah, yeah here you go here's your your milestone here's your first hit as a major leaguer and, uh, and not get like, you know, at least a, an autograph bat or something like that in return. I didn't see the story, but I think the uh, person who caught Yoshida's ball kept it right. And they didn't want to give it back or something. I didn't, I don't know the details, but I saw like something about that. Yeah. He, okay. Here it is. The family who ended up with the first home run ball won't give it back. Was that at Fenway Park? Yes. Yeah, there you go. Your honor, the defense rests. Fucking Boston, man. <laughs> <laughs> he turned down multiple offers by the Red Sox staffers in exchange for the ball. Um, so. Like, what the fuck is he going to do with it? I mean, show it off. Oh, to wait. Put it in a fucking shadow box and show oh, and it they, off to all your they, friends? They didn't even catch it. A Pirates fan on the Green Monster caught the ball and gave it to the kid in the front row seats as a kind gesture. So they didn't even catch it. It was given to them by a Pirates fan. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And, all right. So, you know, little kid baseball. Okay. That, you know, that might make a little bit more sense. Yeah, but, but you know really. the family, you still, has, you the family has some say on it. What's that? The family had some say on it. They probably said, yeah, don't give it back. I mean, I don't know how old the kid is, too. That's another factor. 
Well, that's the thing. I mean, if, if the kid's like six years old, but still, you you, know, you make a trade. You right. know, you okay, get auto, you, you get go. an autograph baseball from your favorite Red Sox and Yoshida and whoever else. Exactly. Wouldn't you want that more? Exactly. Exactly. What the, the parents think that, like, you know, that, that Yoshida is going to be the next fucking Ichiro and that baseball is going to be worth a million dollars and set the kid up for life. Come on. Fucking Yoshida, Yoshida is not going to turn into Ichiro Suzuki and, and do that. I see that, that to me, there you go. That's, that's greed. He said, that's I hope greed. that ball, I hope that ball is coming back one day. That's what Yoshida said. So there you go. That's trash, dude. That's see, that's just, you know, it's disappointing. Now, now I have to hate Americans again. But my yeah, whole time, you didn't before. What? No, I listen. No, no, no. I've I've focused all my anger on 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 the UK. <laughs> like fuck England, <laughs> fuck them in their asses. I, I, you know what? Yeah, I'm sorry. If you're British, you're an asshole. I'm sorry. You're some uptight prude, pain in the ass douchebag. Uh, and you know, listen, Adam knows why I'm feeling like that. And you know, listen, British food sucks. British men are uptight. No wonder, well, no wonder all of these British women are hoping to come to America and and marry an American guy because we're easily better in the bedroom than any Brit. Oh, excuse me. Do you mind if I touch you in the vagina right now? Like that's the oh, come on. What the fuck is that? There's no romance. There's no joie de vie. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> Bender's in a mood. <laughs> Come on, Adam, roll with me here. You know you want to. I I'm rolling with you, man. <laughs> oh shit. Oh my god. That's all I have to say about that. I really don't. I'm enjoying the baseball season. I'm enjoying the games right now. I like the stolen bases. I like the shorter games. Um I just, you know, again, to me you know what it was, man, because baseball just shit all over itself over these last 4 years between COVID and the shortened season. And and ownership arguing with players and management arguing with players and it was just it was just this whole thing. Ah, fuck. Oh, my my Brewers money line pick is winning. What do you got? Yeah, Garrett Mitchell walk off homer against Ottavino. Garrett, unbelievable. Mitchell. I do have Mitchell in that NFBC main event, but. Oh man. So Mitchell and Joey Weimer both with home runs today, huh? Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Get me Sal Freelich in the fucking, you know, in the outfield also. Put Yelich in fucking in the DH spot. Give me give me all rookies in that Brewers outfield. Yeah, here comes the, the panic time now for the Mets. I mean, after six games. Ah, oh, the season's over. This team sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's coming. It's already started after yesterday. Yeah. Well, uh, you know what, man? I mean, see, that's the thing, though. I, and I'm and I'm OK with that. I'm I'm actually OK with that, because when the Mets start off hot. It's like it's one of the absolute like worst thing, like, you know, Met fans, you know, shit on the Yankees as much as they possibly can. They're the best team. They're going to the World Series. Everything's great. Everything's coming up metropolitan right now. So, you know what? Having like, you know, a little bit of a humbling experience. Uh, I'm I'm cool with that. 
I'm good with that. Yeah. And uh, so there you go. My money line bet hits there. Now I need the uh, I need the Astros to uh, to maintain this lead uh, against Detroit, and I'll go fucking two and one again. I'm happy to go two and one. I'm up over eight units for the for the season already for baseball. I, I, I'm pretty happy with that. Nah, that's great. A great start. Uh, it just sounds like nah. I, I I heard the jealousy there. I heard that jealousy. It's okay. It's all right. I know it's early for baseball, and yeah, definitely things will will match up. What about uh, how's how's NBA treating you? Sunday is the last day of the regular season, and then the playing tournament starts Tuesday. And the playing tournament starts Tuesday. Um, how how's shit lining up for you there? I mean, when you know when you look at the the potential matchups of where everything's kind of leaning, are you excited to bet the playoffs? Are you excited to you know to see some of these matchups? Uh, the West is still wide open. We're not going to know until the last day. Um, even the one seed's not locked up yet. Denver should get it, but they have a two game lead with three to play. Um, Sacramento, I believe, is. Uh, I don't know if they're locked into the three, but they're not falling to the four. And then four through 10 in the West is just insane. Um, it could go in so many different ways. Um, so right now, the first round would be Golden State Phoenix, which Golden State, I'm sure, doesn't want that. You don't want to face Phoenix in the first round. Um, Clippers, Lakers have a big game Wednesday night. Right now, the Clippers are the sixth and the Lakers are the seventh, even though they have the same record, but the Clippers have the season tiebreaker. So obviously, if you're a six, you avoid the playing tournament. So, yeah, the West matchups are just so unclear. We do know the Knicks and Cavs are facing each other in the first round. That is locked up. And, yeah, to me, the East is just – I don't find the East interesting until the semis. I think top four all advance to the semis. You think both in both conferences, top four are going to advance to the semis? No, no, no. Not in both. In the East. The West, oh, in the East. I'm sorry. The West is wild. I think you could see – you could see two of the top four seeds in the West not make it far. So, like everyone, no one's going to bet Sacramento at all. They're going to look at them as a regular season team, no defense, uh, especially if they play like Golden State. Like, I think Golden State will be favored over Sacramento with Sacramento getting home court, as bad as the Warriors are on the road, because Andrew Wiggins is coming back. He's missed like 21 games due to personal reasons, which weren't revealed, but he's on his way back, and that's huge for them. Okay. Okay. And it looked like Embiid locked up the MVP on Tuesday night with a uh, 52-point. I was going to say a 52-point game, right? Yeah, he went from, like, minus 240 to minus 650. So I don't think there's anything that could be done the rest of the week for him to lose that. That's. Do they do MVP for each conference or just for the whole league? Holy. All right. So Jokic not going to win it. No. Jokic, who was the favorite for the longest time right now. Yeah. And then even last week, he was a slight favorite, like plus 105, plus 110. And he sat out three games with a calf injury. I don't know if that's what did it. Um, Cause we all know when that showcase between Philly and Denver, Embiid didn't play. And Jokic did, and then that's when the odds shifted. So I, uh, there was some speculation that oh, Philly is doing this because they don't want Embiid to lose MVP. I don't know, but look, Embiid, Giannis, and Jokic have all been great all year. You can make a case for any of them, but I do think there's people who don't want to vote Jokic three years in a row, and now they have the reason not to do it. 
Okay. All right. Um, how's your uh, how's your NBA betting been finishing up uh, the the final couple of weeks here? Has it been is it is it is it tougher to bet at the tail end of the season for you? It is, but you can get some value on players filling in. A lot of teams are sitting players, so you get these guys that are not well known that you get pretty good numbers on their props. Um, like the lines, though, are absolutely crazy. We've had lines of 17, 18, 19 points recently. You had Sunday. Minnesota was like favored by 18 or 19. They lost to Portland straight up 107, 105. And then you had the Kings, massive favorites against the Spurs on Sunday. They lost 142, 134 in overtime. So, you know, motivation is a big factor now. And some of these teams have nothing to play for. Um, like I mentioned, the Knicks on Wednesday night have nothing to play for. Jalen Brunson's out. Randall's hurt. So he's out. So then you look at guys like Emmanuel quickly and Quentin Grimes for player props. The Wizards are basically set all their stars. So you could look to some of their players for player props. Um, so, yeah, that's what you're kind of looking at at this point. Because, yeah, there's. There's teams that just kind of have nothing to play for at this point and either shut down their players or the teams that are going to the postseason know their seed. They're just going to rest guys. But uh, Sunday, Sunday's a very interesting game uh, day because those games could have a significant impact for seeding. Um, and it's funny, like, so basically the most of the East is at um, 1 p.m. And then the West is at 3.30 p.m. There is one inter- conference battle but it's pretty much that's how it's going to go so everyone's playing at the same time and um that's going to de determine um you know who you face so i want to see if these teams try to avoid phoenix so it's basically kind of the clippers and warriors trying to avoid phoenix and the clippers play the suns on sunday to close out and the warriors play the trailblazers <laughs> who basically have no one right now. So going to be pretty interesting to see what happens there. And then the Pelicans play the Timberwolves on Sunday at 3.30. That's a massive game because right now the Pelicans are the eight, Minnesota's the nine. And you want to try to get to the eight because if you're in the seven, eight game, you win one, you're in the playoffs. If you lose, you host the nine, 10. If you're in the nine, 10, you have to win two games to get in. All right. So regular season ends Sunday. Play-in yeah. starts when? Tuesday. Tuesday. So by the time that we record next week, like full-flown playoffs should start Thursday? The, uh, no, full no. The, the play-in tournament, I think, is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. The playoffs will probably start that Saturday. Oh, okay. All right, great. So then we'll be able to kind of, you know, we'll, we'll be able to take a look at the seedings, maybe kind of, you know, play around with, uh, with what the odds are for potential futures. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Did we take any um did we take any NBA bets in our uh, in our sports book league? Well, we took Jokic to win MVP. So that's oh, way, way to only, go, Adam. You suggested it too. Me? You did. Why would I suggest a basketball bet? Oh, stop, bro. You did. You want me to get the DMs? No. Okay. That's what I thought. Um right. but yeah, we, we had got Jokic, the Bucks. Okay, so we got Bucks the Bucks to win the, to win the East, and then mm -hmm. you made me Take Jokic. Yeah. MVP. All right. All right. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Dude, how about the fact that we've got Matt Olson with uh over 34 and a half home runs and uh and most home runs at plus nineteen hundred? Yeah, he looks a shot. 
He looks locked in, baby. I love him so much. I do. You don't love him like I love him. No, I do. I mean, sucks that he's in the Braves, but I already know the Braves are better than the Mets. So I said it before the year, so it's not surprising to me. No, you'll be okay. I just want to give you a hug right now. That really is my Yankees 142 today. Yay! Maybe the Mets are better off starting slow, and then maybe they'll actually finish strong for once. Or maybe this will force um, them to make some moves. Uh, it's like they say at the poker table, Adam, it's better to be down early than down late. I mean, Beatty should have made the team. I know he got hurt. They're saying it's only thumb soreness, but he should have been on the team. And he had a great spring, and Escobar's doing nothing. You got they, – they need bats, man. That was my problem with the Mets. They have done nothing to fix this offense. I know they – we're great in a regular season. doesn't matter. This is not an offense built for the postseason. This is not. It's the same thing. We saw them last year. So they didn't do anything to improve it. So you got to get Beatty up here. Yeah, that's definitely a, a, a must for them. That'll, you know, and then, you know, grabbing, you know, having a player like that, I mean, it can, it can inject so much life into a team. It really can. That's why I like watching, you know, like Corbin Carroll and, Jordan Walker. And I love the fact that, you know, that the, the Mariners, you know, Julio Rodriguez last year, you know, I, I dig that shit, man. I definitely do. And I do think that, you know, it, it definitely helps with a lot of people, especially when you've got like a, you know, a young budding superstar. No doubt. No doubt. Well, all right, Adam. All righty. Um, I think that's going to do it for us. I got to, uh, I got to get on out of here. I got, I got to go check on the patient and make sure that she's not doing anything with her wrist that she shouldn't be doing. Really. I'm just trying to get a hand job before the war, before I, I hope you get it. I hope you get it. <laughs> I will never listen. <laughs> Who was it? Was it, um, Oh, Louis CK. Yeah. All right. So here you go. You people want to cancel me for loving Louis CK. You can cancel me. Oh, for I'm a big Louis fan. CK. He does this amazing bit about how disheartening uh, a hand job from your wife is when you've been married to you know, for for an extended period of time. And he does this whole thing. He's like, yeah, you know, kids aren't home. You know, we're, we're you know, my wife's cleaning up my daughter's bedroom. I go in there and just the whole bit about it. He's just it's so unenthusiastic. <laughs> I think I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great bit. Yeah. There you go. Uh, All right. Okay. All come right. yet. Done yet. <laughs> <laughs> How much longer? Oh, jeez. I'm getting kind of tired. Let me switch hands here. <laughs> All right. Right. Which, which my wife can't even do. That's true. Yeah. It's like, all right, well, if this hand's tired, we're done. Go finish on your own. <laughs> <laughs> How's your jaw? I mean, your mouth still works, right? <laughs> You're talking. <laughs> oh, you sure are complaining a lot right now. You sure you want to put your mouth to a different you? Oh my god! Now, why are you making me say these things, Adam? I, you said it. I didn't make you do anything. You're making me say. And by the way, for the record, unless we like specifically like privately tell Shannon to to edit that out, she leaves it all in. She doesn't care. She's like, unless you guys specifically call me up and say, you really need to take this out. She's like, I'm not buying your bullshit. 
So she's like, I'm leaving it all in. So I might have to make a call later. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. All right. That's going to do it for us here at the, at the cash it podcast. As always, folks, we, 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 we appreciate your, uh, your time, your likes, your subscribing, all the energy, uh, that comes along with it. And, uh, yeah, Adam and I will, uh, we'll be back next week. So for, for Adam, I'm not even going to give you an opportunity for any words of wisdom at the end of this, man. I'm just going to say for Adam Rodas, I'm Howard Bender. This has been the cash it podcast and we'll catch you next time.